Oops. Coming up on Brothers Ballin', Patrick Mahomes is a Super Bowl champ again. Eric Bieniemy, NBA All Star Weekend. Brothers Ballin', coming at you. Welcome, 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 everyone. Once again to Brothers Ballin'. We are ballin' on a Friday night. And tonight we're talking three topics. We're talking Patrick Mahomes. We're talking Eric Bieniemy. We're talking some NBA All-Star questions. First, you know who we are. We are biological brothers who love talking about sports. Brother number one, John, say what's up to the people. How's it going, people? Got a great show for you tonight. Can't wait to jump into it. And I am Rob. And last week or last Sunday, 118 million. No, sorry. 118 million watched Rihanna. Only 113 million watched the uh, Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. Patrick Mahomes leading the Kansas City Chiefs to their second NFL championship, Super Bowl title in four years. With a 38-35 win over the Philadelphia Eagles. Comeback win. Uh, Eagles were up 24-14 at the half. Uh, Mahomes and the boys came back, took a lead. Eagles were come back to tie the game. But uh, Patrick Mahomes laid his team down the field once again. Kicked the game-winning field goal. to Kick the game-winning field goal. And the Chiefs win. John, um... Ever since the win on Sunday, people have been going around saying Patrick Mahomes is the GOAT. Okay, this guy's been in the league, started for five years. Okay, he's gone to at least the AFC Championship game in five years. Does this second championship give Patrick some GOAT status, some GOAT claims that he can make at this point in his career? I know people are giving him go claims. For me, I want to wait. Um, now, granted, I don't think there's an NFL quarterback that has started a career as great as Patrick Mahomes. Not even Tom Brady started his NFL career as great as, as Patrick Mahomes has been. The worst he's done in his career is AFC Championship. That's the worst he's done. And he's been to the Super Bowl already three times, and he's won two. Okay. Now, if we were to take that every six years, he'd end up with six rings and and nine trips to the Super Bowl. Um, if if we were if, if this cadence stayed the same, right? Okay. Um, the question is going to um, does he jump a lot of quarterbacks in terms of his status as an all time great? I would say yes, because he is a Transcend. He's a to me. He's already passed Aaron Rodgers. He's a couple wow. four. He's so already. You don't, so you don't think much of Aaron Rodgers? No, no, I don't. Not anymore. Um, because guess what? He's been in the league a quarter of the time that that Aaron has been in the league, and he has two rings. Granted, mm-hmm. Aaron has what three or four MVPs, right? He has four MVPs. Yeah, something like that. Because he won two in a row before. A couple of years past, he won another two in a row again. He won um, two in a row recently. Yeah. Until, I mean, this is Mahomes has two now. Right. So, and he, 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 so I believe Aaron Rodgers has four four league MVPs. He doesn't have more than uh, Peyton. I think Peyton has five. Peyton mm-hmm. has five, five league MVPs. Yeah. But, um, you know, just looking at, to me, what Patrick had to go through. His leg, think about it. He played the Super Bowl injured. You can't tell me that his leg was his leg was 100 percent No, he, no, no. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, he he came into the game injured. I got concerned when he took that when he got tackled behind the line and mm-hmm. after after he threw the ball away and he got up and started limping. I got concerned that he was gonna be out because he was grimacing hard. Yeah. Now, as I was watching the game, here's the thing. Jalen Hurts played a remarkable game. Yeah, he, he he was awesome. I would not have been mad if they gave him the MVP. 
All right. I had would've. he won the, had he, I don't think I'd have been mad about that. But the thing that I would have, the to me, I felt that if the Eagles got to thirty-one points, they would have won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. When they only stayed at twenty-four, I said they're gonna. I I I, I told my daughter, or my wife, that they were gonna lose the game. They were like, "What?" They're like, "The Eagles are flying." I'm like, "Look," I was like, "There is not." I was like, "There is nothing that's gonna keep Mahomes behind." I don't mm-hmm. care. If, I'm like, as long as he comes out, I'm like, as long as he comes out after halftime. And I said, and and halftime was extended because of the Rihanna show because usually it's 15 minutes, but because of the this halftime show, halftime. they got 30 minutes, and I gave time for them to work on that leg. Mm-hmm. And 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 I told my wife, I said, if they come out and score a touchdown, they're gonna win this game, and that's yeah. what they did. And a lot of people say, well, you know, what happened to the Eagles' defense? I said, let's not sleep on the Kansas City's defense, which is a, a bend-don't-break defense. Mm-hmm. They held the Eagles to a touchdown and two field goals in the second yeah. half, mm-hmm. right? So the defense tightened up because the defense was getting run up run up and down the field in the first half. Like, like they were like a college – like they were like the Oklahoma Sooners. Yeah. Right? I mean, in, it was – no, it was a it was a touchdown and a field goal, right? That's how they scored. No, no, no. Eagles at the no, it was twenty four four. It was twenty four fourteen at half. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, touchdown it, and a field goal. A touchdown and a field goal. So they scored eleven points in in, in, in the second half. Yeah, they because they got two point conversion. Yeah, because the defense adjusted. The defense, yeah, the defense, the defense made some adjustments, um, but. In terms of Mahomes' greatness, like to me, if honestly, if if Mahomes goes back next year and wins again, mm-hmm. I put him as the second greatest quarterback ever to play the game. I'd would, would I'd vault say, him to number two. I'd vault him to number two behind Brady. Would you say he's the most talented quarterback you've ever seen? Oh yes, a hundred percent. He's the most talented yeah. quarterback I've ever seen with my eyes. Yep. Um, there's another guy who I am looking forward to. Seeing he doesn't have the moxie that Mahomes has, but I but I truly believe CJ Stroud is going to be a very good quarterback um, in the NFL. Um, what he did against a UGA defense, um, and his thing, I, I don't think there's 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 many defenses better in college football than what UGA puts on on the floor, and that mm-hmm. guy torched that defense for thirty eight something points. Yeah, he did, um, and. and I don't know. It's just something about him. He doesn't have the moxie, the confidence that Mahomes has, but he can make the, he can make the throws. He can make the plays with his legs. I'm. I hope he ends up in a good situation. I'm looking forward to see what he does, and we'll talk about that at some point um, this season when we talk about NFL draft. But mm-hmm. this is all about Mr. Mahomes, and I just think Mahomes is. I don't think anyone could argue if you were to go back into the entire history of the league. That mm-hmm. there is a quarterback that is more talented than Mahomes. You may you may find quarterbacks in history that may be able to throw the ball a little farther than Mahomes, mm-hmm. but the entire toolkit that Mahomes has, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think it's a quarterback that um, compares. Now, don't get me wrong, Aaron Rodgers has had very good regular seasons, but I measure Aaron Rodgers. At the level of how many rings did you get for Green Bay? You only got them one. Okay, you should have gotten them three or four with the amount of MVPs you racked up. And and, and the teams that you had, you had very good teams throughout your career. Um, so I say all that to say that Mahomes, he, he is he is definitely in the top five. I I would put him, I would put him, he wins another Super Bowl here in the next couple of years. He vaults mm-hmm. he vaults to number two. On the so all-time list, so he's he's top five. He's behind Brady, of course. Yeah. Would you say he's behind Montana? I gotta put him behind Montana because Montana got four. Uh, Peyton Manning. I put him. I'd still put him behind Peyton Manning. Um, and and then and then uh, and that's how be it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I think Elway. I think I think Elway was great. Yeah. I would put Mahomes over Elway. Yeah, I put Mahomes um, over Elway because Elway, Elway lost some really bad Super Bowls. 
Yeah, but I mean, Elway was one of the more talented, you know, up, you know, and during his time, he was one of the more talented prospects that you've, you know, ever seen. Big, strong, strong arm, great leader, um, mobile. Um, you know, Elway was a special. But it wasn't until, player. but it wasn't until they got TD where yeah. they truly became special. Yeah, he won it pretty much after a lot of those physical gifts had had already kind of, you know, wasted away. So. That was quite interesting to see um, Elway kind of uh, win them, and you know those were some pretty dominant teams that he he, he was a part of late. Yeah, they had in, they, in, they, in the they had very good offense. They had very good. They had, they had a very tough defense. Mm-hmm. Their yeah, offensive I mean, their offensive line was amazing. Yeah, probably one of the best offensive lines in history. Yep, and excellent running game. Very very solid team. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. Mahomes being the goat. I think it's too early. I think it's disrespectful to Tom Brady, what he's done. I think, yeah, Mahomes is more talented. Brady's just more, um, Brady's just more, uh, you know, clutch, winning. Brady has the entire toolkit when it came to uh, being quarterback. So um, I would still have him as the best of all time. And then probably have Montana. But then Mahomes is on their heels because, Oh yeah, the start to, to me, his career. To fantastic. me, listen. It, it, to me, it takes one more Super Bowl in the next two years, and I'm and and I have Mahomes jumping Montana, and um and, and because at that point you're looking at in just seven years the guy got three rings. Yeah, like they could probably win it next year. Yeah, they have enough. Yeah, we'll see what other teams kind of rise and fall, but you know we'll see what what happens. Uh, Player movement. Draft. Um, there's gonna be some. There's gonna be some. Some. Some teams. I expect okay. Miami to be very effective, but you know, this episode ain't about Miami. It's about Patrick, my homeboy. You mean the, the Miami Hurricanes in the ACC? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. No, the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins are gonna be good. Um, okay. I think they. I, I think that they should take my advice and make the playoffs <laughs> now. But we'll or, see. For who? They should make the play for Lamar Jackson. No. No. I I would, you know, and we'll get into that. But I think there's somebody else that would work better for um, Miami. Um, A-A-Ron? A-A-Ron? You think A-A-Ron? No. Nope. 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 Oh, a- another quarterback in the league? There's somebody else who I think would work better for them. But we're going to we're gonna leave that alone. Jimmy G? We'll get we'll – <laughs> <laughs> Um, we'll get into that at a later date, but let's talk a little bit about um, the offensive coordinator for those uh, world champion Kansas City Chiefs, Eric Bieniemy. So, report has been confirmed that he is now has left the Kansas City Chiefs, not for a head coaching job, but for a lateral move with the Washington Commanders. Now, he did get a salary increase, but um. You find it interesting that a, a guy of the enemy's stature is now opting to leave the two-time Super Bowl champions to be the offensive coordinator of a team that when was the last time the Washington franchise won a playoff game? It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe RG three days. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So why does this they, thing... yeah the last time they won? You know they've yeah. been in the playoffs since then, but they, like, they have, what a yeah. game. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, do you think this move is just a kind of an indication of what the, the difficulties uh, black coaches are experiencing in the NFL? I mean, if you know, you had Brian Flores with the lawsuit uh, during last offseason, and now you have Eric Bieniemy, who basically has tried and tried to get a head coaching job, has gone on a number of different interviews, but now is actually 17. leaving. Seventeen. Yeah. yeah. Seventeen different interviews has not been hired. But is now uh, opting to go to a different team for the same in the same position. What are, what are your thoughts on that? So so here are my thoughts. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine about the enemy situation, and mm-hmm. it it bothers me that they are that they are penalizing a man for something that had that happened twenty plus. Years ago, of an accusation 
Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we, we don't have to go deep into the story um, about the enemy when he was back in college, but they'll hold that against them. Um, the, the other day, I heard that Carmelo was supposed to be a judge for the slam dunk contest, and they're bringing <laughs> up a they're bringing up something about a thirteen year old girl that he messed with when he was back in high school. I'm like, really? Like the man is the, the man is like fifty five. We're talking about something that happened forty years. Like, really? Yeah. So we are, we are the most self righteous like society, I think, in, in in the world. Yeah. So you know, to me, what would have been nice. And the only way I can see him getting a head coaching job if Andy Reid would retire and mm-hmm. he'd then be elevated to the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I think the reason why he did the move is he needed to get away from Andy's shadow. Okay. And from what I read about the commander's role is that there's a guarantee that, it's, that there's an elevation so if Ron Rivera decides to go, then he would be elevated to head coach. That head coach, head coach. You know, you know, he'd be elevated to the head coaching head coaching role. The thing for Eric Bieniemy, um, I feel for the brother because I think he is one of the most talented offensive minds in the league, and mm-hmm. he can't get a job. We got guys who we got guys who didn't call plays. But they came from the McVeigh tree. Mm-hmm. They got jobs. Yeah, you got. You, we had the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator of the Eagles, who got Swiss cheese in the second half. <laughs> Two days after the Super Bowl, he has a head coaching job. So the yeah. argument now, and Stephen A. said this: the argument now is not about winning, because we just saw a guy get smoked in the second half, and two days later, he's the head coach of a team. Yep. Right. And so it's not about what you do. And I just feel bad for Eric Bienemy that he had to go through this. And but I feel that he's doing this because he wanted to get outside of of Andy's shadow. And I yeah. believe that the media talks about Andy Reid so much about his great brilliance. And it's the and honestly, the media is holding on to Andy. Because he did the the inevitable. He drafted Patrick Mahomes. Nobody saw this coming. And people just sit back and like, oh, Andy, read this, Andy, read that. And I think because the even though Andy Reid himself would mention the enemy so many times. Yeah. Right? He would mention him so many times. He still got overlooked, right? He had one yeah. he had one conversation last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he had an interview last year for the Texans job, and and, and 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 he didn't even get that. Yeah, which is I think a bad job. Yeah, like, it's it's a bad job. But they but they took Levy Smith, right? Yeah, mind uh, you, like as bad they you know because they know they're a bad. That's a bad franchise. They're yep. just terrible. And they got D'Amico Ryan's right. Yeah, they've they've hired three straight black coaches, and they fired right. the last two after the first year. Right, but guess what they did with D'Amico Ryan's though. Yeah, Nico Ryan's contract deal. is a six-year deal, mm-hmm. and he can't get terminated after the first year. There's a clause. There's a clause that if they terminate unless, him, unless it's that, for a cause, it, yeah, unless it's cause. But there's a clause that if they fire him in the first year, they have to pay him the entirety of the contract. Yeah, they're going to pay him the entirety yeah. of the contract, regardless of what happens. But yeah, so, um, but I think D'Amico Ryan's. Um, more, more so than not, it's more long term. Now the thing is, we can't argue and say that no black coaches have been hired because there have been some black coaches that have been hired. But in our in our observation, there hasn't been enough. I haven't seen enough guys get opportunities. I think Byron Leftwich should have gotten an opportunity. I um, think he should have probably gotten an interview. Whether he got hired, it's a different yeah. story. He probably but, should have got an interview. But but remember, he had opportunity to take the Jaguars job. But he didn't jive with the, he didn't jive with who the owner was bringing in as GM. Yeah. At the time, and 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 since then he hasn't he hasn't gotten a call. He hasn't gotten yeah. a call since then. Yeah, and that's the sad part. A lot of um, black coaches can't 
take, like can't do, for instance, what Josh McDaniels did. Remember Josh McDaniels when he was hired to be the coach of the Colts? Mm-hmm. Accepted the job, but then after the season turned his back and said, no, nah, I'm not taking the job. They pretty much had, had to go hire somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, black coaches don't have that liberty. There's no way that um, a black coach who did that would ever probably have a job in the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. A couple of years later, Josh McDaniels is now the coach of Las Vegas, and he's probably going to jack those guys up. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's funny. Black coaches do not have the same leeway. And I think with Eric Bieniemy, like for instance, the Arizona Cardinals job was not a desirable job. You hired a young defensive coordinator to be the coach. I don't know why Eric Bieniemy was not an option for the Arizona Cardinals. He's an offensive guy. They have their star in, in Kyler Murray, who you know some people can say he's difficult to work with, but I don't know why Eric Bieniemy. It's it's hard to explain. By a guy of his stature whose teams are scoring 30 points a game over the five over, over the last five seasons. I think the averaging. only team, yeah, <laughs> averaging 30 points a game over the last five, only team. Um, and he does not get the um any of the jobs that he interviewed for. I know some people are bad interviewers. I don't know if he could be that bad that. 17 times he interviews and not once does he right. get um hired for a job. And, so. and, 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 and Rob. Let's be let's 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 open up Pandora's box. So, Skip Bayless, you know, we all have our issues with Skip Bayless with some of the things that he said. But Skip Bayless said something the other day about coaching. I mean, hiring black coaches, and he said the issue comes down to this: these white owners are uncomfortable hiring black coaches. Okay, you know, because usually when you hire a coach. Right. You have, you know, your, you know, you guys go out to dinner together, you know, the spouses, mm-hmm. the wives meet, they chit mm-hmm. chat. And it's awkward when you hire a black coach because you don't really have anything in common. You know, the black guy might like sweet tea. You like, oh, come on. <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> he he might like bad as he owns. He, he might like sweet tea. You know, you like water. You know, he might like watermelon, you know, you know, so <laughs> so you like fried chicken, you know. So the thing is, you the know, views of Jonathan do not <laughs> reflect the views of the Brothers Bowling podcast. <laughs> I just want but, I just want that disclaimer out there. They do right. not reflect the views of the Brothers Bowling podcast. All right. All right. For those who are listening, I'm just making jokes. This is all jokes. But the thing is. He said it, and I listened to what he said, and I said, you know, there is some validity to what he said, is that it's an uncomfortable situation because these guys own the, you know, you you know, the team is a business, right? And these guys own Mm -hmm. the team. They own the stadium. They own the teams. It's not like the NBA where, well, yes, in the NBA, you know, the owners also may own the stadium or may have a partnership, you know, with the stadium. Yeah, but these but these owners these owners have so much influence because the NFL is you know you can say what you want it's America's game. Okay? Yep, it's a good boys. It's a good yeah. old boys network. It's a good old boys network, and the thing is, it's awkward. And what Skip was was pointing out was that it's awkward for them to hire a black guy, mm-hmm. a black coach, because it's like okay, you know. Do the wives mesh, you know, the you know, this and that. So they're uncomfortable. And to me, I think the Rooney rule made it worse because because honestly, they're just it to me, I'd rather not be interviewed than be interviewed for a job that you have no intention of hiring me for. Yeah. That's worse. Yeah. That you're just that you know you want to cross off a box. You're like, all right, let me interview this guy, but mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna. I don't care how well he speaks or how he blows me away. I'm not hiring him. I'd yeah. rather I'd rather you not interview me at all, mm-hmm. and to have me be a check in the box, um, because you you want to fulfill the Rooney Rule. Um, you want to fill the requirement of the Rooney Rule, so you interview me. 
when you have no intention of giving me the job. Yeah. So why did I even waste the time? Yeah. And, and that's why Brian Flores had the, um, you know, lawsuit. So, I mean, it's interesting to see. Hopefully, um, the enemy is successful in Washington. I don't want him to be that successful because the commanders are in the Giants division. So, um, we'll see what happens, you know. I mean, well, we, we also got to see another thing, and I just want to add this. Who his quarterback is. A, who his quarterback is. You know, do they make a move to go get a quarterback? And B, is the team going to get sold? Right? Because it... Mm-hmm. There's like a a group that's ready to buy the team. I think they they have enough players in the game to buy the team. And I, and I I read somewhere that there's a NBA player that's part of the ownership group mm-hmm. um, who's trying to get the the Commanders. So the question is, you know, is the you know are the good old boys going to force Snyder to 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 sell his team because he has so much dirt apparently on the other owners are going to force him to sell his team hmm. or, or is he going to stay put and say, you know, the hell with this, you guys are going yeah. to have to take legal action to make me get rid of my team. So, yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. All right. So do you want to take a break or are you going, or are we just going straight through? Let's go through it. Let's just go. Straight okay. Through. All right. So going straight through. Uh, this weekend is the NBA all-star game. All-star teams have been, have already been created. Um, well, actually, uh, next week, we'll, uh, you know, rank or put those all-stars in, into tiers. You know, next week is going to be a light week. There's not going to be – there's no pretty much no NBA um, for the majority of, of next week after the all-star game on Sunday. Yeah, so we Friday. Got, I think Friday is like – Yeah, Friday. well, thir- Thursday, Thursday the games yeah. come back, but it's only like a limited, um, you know, n- number of games on Thursday. All right, so – Let's talk a little bit about some of the All-Stars. And these are questions on players who have been selected to the All-Star game. Just want to see um, how you're feeling on these players. I'll take this first one. First question is, is Zion Williamson trending towards a bust? Zion has missed about, what, two seasons worth oh, yeah. of, of action since he's been in. This is be his, what, fourth year in the league. And once again, he's out. A lot of lower leg injuries, a lot of injuries where he's not able to. Now, this comes after a year, um, last year, where he missed the entire season, mm-hmm. did not play at all. And now he is once again missing a huge chunk of time due to a lower body injury. I'm saying that is he trending towards a bus? He's trending because we know he can play when he's on the court, but you got to stay on the court. The saying goes the best ability is availability. You cannot be uh, this young because usually if you're a big man and you're having injuries this early in your career, it doesn't you don't get healthier as you get older. Right. Um, so it's going to be extremely problematic for the type of game he plays where it's a lot of torque. It's a lot of power explosion underneath the basket. He has to make sure those hamstrings, those quads, those calf muscles are in good shape. He's consistently getting these injuries. It's problematic. I think he's too heavy. He needs to drop more weight because obviously his frame is putting too much pressure on his lower body. And if he doesn't get that fixed, he is going to turn on being a bust because he has the ability. He has the, I think, personality to be a star in this league. But you got to be on the court. Okay, Greg Oden looked good for some time until, you know, the knee issues took him out. You know, everybody knows about Brandon Roy. One of the better, you know, shooting guards in the league, but could not stay healthy, and eventually, you know, he had to uh, his his career ended. So it's going to be extremely important for Zion to stay healthy. If he's healthy, you know, he's a perennial All Star. Um, uh, this season is, uh, you know, a great case for for that. But you know, it's a, it's troublesome when it's a player of his size getting so many lower leg injuries at so, such a young age. So I'll say, yeah, he's turning towards the bus if he's not able to stay healthy. Okay. So folks, for, for folks who are listening, while Rob was talking, I, I had to look up this stat just to confirm my point. Zion Williamson in three, in three, technically, if he played every game, in a regular season, 
he would have played 304 games. Mm -hmm. He has currently played in 114 of Mm. 304 games. Mm. Let that sink in. He he that is below 50%. Yep. So I and and Rob can attest to this. I have always said your talent, I don't care how good you are when you're playing, when you are unavailable, you are worthless to your team. He signed a two hundred million dollar contract. Yeah. Now people can talk about the New York Knicks. Oh, the New York Knicks blew an opportunity. This is an opportunity. I think the New York Knicks are happy they blew that opportunity because mm-hmm. this guy, listen, when he is healthy, he is he is one of the most unstoppable forces this league has ever seen. Yep. But he cannot stay healthy. And yeah, I do not believe it's going to get any easier. The man tweaked his hamstring, bringing mm-hmm. the ball up the court. I want that to sink into some, some people. He's bringing the ball up the court. He tweaked his hamstring. He missed. They said he was going to miss a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. That couple of weeks turned into, oh, he's going to miss a significant time. Yep. But at least, what, yeah. two and a half months now. Right. And and so here's the thing. I don't think he's coming back this season. Wow. They haven't said it. But I think about it. They have 24 games left in the season. Mm-hmm. And they said he was going to miss significant time after the All-Star break. Yep. Rob, we're literally seven weeks from the season ending. Mm-hmm. Right? About What's the point of bringing him back? For the playoffs. No, I mean, I think they'll make the playoffs. Listen, they'll make the playoffs without him. <laughs> They've proven that already. Yeah, but you need him if you're going to advance. The right. You're one and done. Right, him. but the thing is, I think what happened, I think he tore his hamstring. I honestly feel he doesn't want to be there. Well, that, of course, is, you know, well, a lot, a lot of people are speculating, but like he doesn't want to be there. Right, he doesn't want to be there. And honestly, if I am, if I am, and here's the thing, I know New Orleans, you know, you know, they drafted him. They, uh, the conversations that I heard when JJ Reddick said he, he is, he doesn't talk in the locker room to the, to the other players Mm -hmm. and he's supposed to be the leader of the team. Listen, the guy has, I, I think he is mentally checked out of New Orleans. He's just there for the beignets and the and the po' boys. Probably, um, <laughs> probably he's getting a lot of those po' boys. Yeah. So, so I'm I I want to say that he <laughs> that he's a bus. Rob doesn't want me to yet because no, and, not yet. And to Rob's and to Rob's point, I agree. When he plays, he's he fantastic. is fantastic. But I just gave you guys a stat. 114 games he's played in his NBA career mm-hmm. out of a possible 304. Yeah, that's problematic. That's, that is very problematic. I can't pay a guy $200 million to play 30% of the time. He's, mm. he, he's playing 32% of the time. I'm paying him $200 yeah. million for 32%. I want folks mm-hmm. to... I want folks to, to to ask this question. You know, a lot of people talk about, oh, it's a player's league. Let them do what they want to do. I want you at I want you at your nine to five to show up thirty two percent of the time, and let me know how that works out for you. Yeah, well, you won't be working there. <laughs> but let again, me know how that works out for you. You're not as talented as Zion, so that's going to be problematic for you. But you are talented. You're talented. You're talented in punching in those time cards. Mm. You know, I don't know. I'm sorry. It is just a sad state of affairs. I, I honestly feel sorry for the kid because, mm-hmm. but like to your point, he needs to lose a, a good 35, 40 pounds. Mm. He needs to be lean. Now, if he becomes lean, it's going to affect his, his, you know his brute, his brute, his brute strength because he leverages mm-hmm. that brute strength 
to overpower people. But I think it'd be a good thing for him if he were to lose like 40 pounds. It might not be a bad idea. I, I would agree. I would agree. Um, so speaking of from one injured all-star to another, uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, question on Kevin Durant is we know he's one of the better players, one of the best in the league, one of the best all-time. He's trending, you know, all-time great. Uh, but just like Zion, he's he misses a lot of time. Um, he's gotten knee injuries, pretty significant knee injuries over the last two seasons. Uh, in his year back after, you know, coming back from the Achilles, he missed 37 games. The next year, he missed 27 games. And this year, he's already missed 19 uh, games, 18, 19 games, okay? Uh, is KD too injury prone to lead Phoenix to a championship? This season, yes or no? I'm gonna say yes, but not for the injuries. Mm-hmm. I just don't think Phoenix is going to win the title this year. I think. Okay. I think after this season, I would, I, I place my bets on them. Mm-hmm. I just don't think just by adding KD that that makes them, you know, a perennial threat because he is prone to injury. Yep. They. They basically gave away their entire bench and part of their starters to land him. Mm. Now, you know, I think Terrence Ross is Terrence Ross is a good fit. You know, it all depends on the veterans that they get who, who who get bought out, because I'm telling you, after Sunday, there's gonna be some buyouts popping. There's gonna be a lot of players getting bought out. Number number of buyouts. Yep. So you're gonna see you're gonna see some guys that and I'm curious to see if Phoenix now Phoenix is able to get a haul of very good veterans who could weather mm-hmm. the storm, then they might. But the team asks today, I don't think we'll win. I okay. think that, I think they'll go deep, but I think they'll get kicked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um. It's not because of his injury of, of Katie's injury proneness. It's just that they gave up a lot. Phoenix gave up a lot to acquire him. And I think, you know, when it comes to the playoffs, you got guys who, you know, let's not forget Booker came off serious injury. You got Chris Paul, who's a hamstring knee injury away from mm-hmm. being out. They're a very fragile team. And so, you know, I don't, I'm I'm not putting all my eggs in, in the basket on them winning okay. winning the championship this year. Yeah. I mean it's it's problematic. Kevin Durant, yeah, he's missed a lot of time. When he plays, he's like Zion. He's fantastic. He's better player than Zion. But he's fantastic. His issue is staying healthy. His inability to stay healthy messes up with the team's rhythm. And I think that is ultimately going to keep them from winning the title. They need to build chemistry. In order to build chemistry, he has to be playing on the court. Um, I think there'll be early on, there'll be a lot of great moments where they'll go, you know, run five games in a row, look dominant. But then there's going to be times where they're going to lose to teams that they have no business losing to. And um, Phoenix is, I think, a very good team. Uh, Top three team in the West, Uh, you know, depending on, you know, what what you want to rank them, it's up to you. But uh, Kevin Durant's inability to stay on the floor. And let's be honest, his injuries are part, not the biggest part, but part of what derailed the Brooklyn Nets season two mm. um, because it exposed the weakness or the lack thereof, the lacking of leadership that was on the squad. Um, so it'll be interesting to kind of follow Phoenix. I'll follow them. I'll really want to see what they're looking like You know, when they, when they play. But I, w- I would agree. I think um, Kevin Durant is too injury-prone, uh, and they're not going to win the title this year. Uh, next question. This is one that's near and dear to your heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, J- Jalen Brunson, uh, would you say he's he's the biggest all-star snub this year? Darn damn right he is. Um, why, now, why, why, why is that, sir? So, man, the guy's playing lights out for the New York Knicks. Uh, he has mm-hmm. dropped consecutive three 30-plus point games. He had he had a forty one piece. He had a forty piece. He dropped thirty eight. Mm-hmm. I think against the Hawks the other day he had like thirty three, thirty two. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he has been playing lights out now. When the season started, I wanted Murray. I wanted Dejounte Murray over Jalen Brunson. When we signed him, I was like, ah, we'll see. But he has turned. Listen, he's converted me. Yep. And, and his play, his leadership, his you know, and now we got Hart, who I got to see live this past Wednesday. In mm. person and seeing how they play off each other, oh, it was like Phil Nova all over again. Nice. Um, they play in and hardest playing late in the game, so mm-hmm. um, because of his defense and you know the team looks great. The team looks absolutely great. Um, I'm so proud of um, Brunson and what he's done. He should have been an All Star. I thought he got snubbed. I yeah. think he's. I think he's the biggest snub, um, of the All Star. Um, at least have him in a three point contest. You know, the the guy can shoot. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Brunson is a very, very, um, good point guard. He torched up my uh, nets for about forty points. Yeah, um, he gave you guys a forty piece. Yeah, he gave you. Yeah, he gives forty piece. Congratulations. No, no, no. Son- I called him and told him what you said, and he was like, "He, he was what like, did I say?" You said that, that he was going to get stifled and he was going to be he, he, he was going to be stifled. he was going to be uh put in this place. I, I, so, so what I did was I sent him a text message said, "Hey, I got a Nets fan. I didn't give him your name. I said I got a Nets fan talking trash and you can't get twenty points. Is it for mm-hmm. real?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "All right, okay. man. I'm gonna give yeah. him a forty piece." Okay. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, I want I want to see that text exchange. Sure. Um, sure. I'm so, gonna show it to you. Yeah. Okay. So the New York Knicks, uh, Julius Randle, Randle is an all-star. Yes. Right? And it's funny how the best player on the team did not make the all-star team, but the second best player did. <laughs> yep. So <laughs> that's quite interesting um, how that how that worked out. But, you know, to each his own. I mean, it's uh, what people want to see. Julius Randle is probably a more popular player maybe. Mainly because he's been a Nick for for three years now. Jalen Brunson is he me, more course. popular? Listen, there's Knicks fans that want <laughs> that want him that traded. Want, yeah, yeah, but they want to be traded. Yeah, but they know him. They are aware of his presence. Jalen Brunson, you know, was the second guy with Dallas. He was not as big a star, big a name as Julius Randle. So I think people are going to recognize who he is now. But yeah, he, he, I would agree. He's the biggest snub. 24 points a game, six assists a game. Um, yeah, I think he's he's been pretty solid for more more than solid. I mean, he's been very, very good for a team. Listen, you can argue top. he has been the best free agent signing that the Knicks have had in the last 10 years. Like, yeah. name another player the Knicks had, had signed that has been as productive and consistent that's mm-hmm. that's a key thing. His consistency is what because you know there's been players who've had you know crazy games like Jeremy Lin. Remember Jeremy Lin for a month and a half torched the league, um, and then after that, that you know it all fizzled out after that, right? Yeah, I'm tearing uh, his tearing his knee. Yep. Yeah. That was so, rough. Yeah. So, but Jalen Brunson is who who. You saw in Dallas how he was emerging, mm-hmm. and, and he's better. He's better than advertised. He's actually even better. Yeah, with the Knicks, his and, ability and, to get to the basket is yes, and pretty, like pretty solid. Getting to see him like with his 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 jab step, his yeah, very like, herky jerky. Yeah, that herky jerky stuff. He been throwing people off. Yeah, like he, his he, movements are very very interesting. He is like he's just having a small. Like seizure almost. Yeah, his, his, he fakes, his like his he shook the shoes off. He like DeAndre Hunter's a solid defender. He mm-hmm. shook the shoes out of DeAndre Hunter. Yeah. Um, and knocked down a jump shot. I was like, DeAndre Hunter's a pretty good defender. I'm like, he he got put on skates. Yeah, they have a good team, mm-hmm. but um, definitely Jalen Brunson biggest uh, All Star snub. Now we got two. We got two more. Now these are more. Um, will these all-stars get their teams to certain points? Question, will Nikola Jokic keep Denver as the one seed? Out 100% yes. 100% yeah. yes. I, I think they're the best team. 
I can see them playing in the finals this year. Um, so can I. They, yeah, they have defense. They have a, they're a very good passing team, good shooting, good balance. I really like Denver. I saw them play the other night against Dallas. Now, Dallas, granted, did not have Kyrie, but uh, Denver handled them and handled them, you know, uh, quite easily. Um, Jokic is the best passing big man. Uh, his offensive, the only player with the same amount with the, I guess, as much or better offensive game, it has to be Joel Embiid. I mean, so right. talk about like big, traditional bigs. Um, Embiid and Jokic are two of the, the better ones. But yeah, I, I, I like them. Also, the West is not is not strong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who's who's gonna who's gonna take the one? Memphis? Right. No. No. Golden State can't stay out of their own way. Phoenix still has to has to learn each other. So there really isn't another team that is gonna challenge, I think, Denver for the one. That's why I believe that they will make the um be the one seed and host right. the eight seed and, in the playoffs. And and the thing is we got to look at uh, how many games are left in the season. It's only like 24 games. Mm-hmm. We've passed the halfway mark. There's only like yeah, 24 we're, games. We're well past. You know, left in the we're season. Well so so where they are right now, like I feel that they – I feel that they can win 18 of the next 24 games, like 16 of the next 24. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll, I think that will give them a sizable – Advantage in the West. Mm-hmm. They they come back out of the break and they play the Cavaliers, which is a game that they can you know I believe that they they'll win. Um, let me see. They're currently uh, four games up on Memphis in the loss column, and they play Memphis after they play the Cavs. They pull they go to Memphis and play the Grizzlies. So we'll see. Them. Yeah, we'll see. Fully healthy, they are probably the best team in the uh, in the in the Western Conference NBA. Um, we'll see how that breaks out. Lastly, uh, LeBron James. He's once again in the All Star game. Uh, you know, one of the best players of all time. LeBron James. Will LeBron lead? Now, listen to this, to this question. Will he lead the Lakers to the playoffs? I'm not talking play in. Playoffs, okay. So him getting an eight seed, and then playing, and then losing, and getting knocked out. No, play in. I'm not. I'm. I'm not worried about the play in. Will he? The Lakers make the playoffs. So currently twenty seven and thirty two. Right. So so is your question basically? No, you mean thirty two and thirty seven, right? You mean the other way around? Twenty seven and thirty two. Yeah, twenty seven thirty two. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, are you saying that they're gonna get a a top six seed? Is this what this question is is, is is referring? No, no. I'm saying, are they gonna be able to make the playoffs? So, if they get the, to the play in, can they make the, the the final eight teams? So here's the thing: currently 13th in, in the Western Conference. The only way they can they can even contend for the play in is if they we're not they gotta, we're not we're not asking you how right. to contend. We're asking you, will they? Or will LeBron lead the Lakers to the playoffs? Looking at what they have, they have a better team. I don't trust Anthony Davis's health. I'm going to say no. Okay. All right. I'm going to say no. I'll say this. They're they got to win at least 16 games. Out no. of the next, out of the next no. 24. They got to win at least to, 16 To make the play in, all right. There's 27 and 32 right now to make the play in. <clears throat> Let, let's see real quick. Right now they are the 13th seed. In order for mm-hmm. them to get to, to get the um get in the play, they got to be the 10th seed. Right now the 10th seed is just one has one more win than they do, but has three fewer losses. So three so mm. the losses are really what counts. Right. So the three losses back of the current 10th place team. That's the o, the OKC Thunder. Um, I think let's okay. See how many games are OKC going to win? I think twenty-seven and thirty-two. They have to. Um, they have twenty-three games left. I think they got to go at very at the least twelve and eleven. Um, to get the ten seed. I think I think if they get thirty-nine wins, they can sneak into the ten seed. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine wins. Yes. 
Currently, the tenth uh, place team is under five hundred. <laughs> oh gosh, that just hearing that number sounds dreadful. It does sound dreadful. Golden State is is right now the ninth. They're at five hundred right now. You were expecting Golden State to get better as as Steph gets back. It's it's extremely, but like you look at the Lakers' schedule, okay. You look at the Lakers' schedule when, when they come out. They come out next Thursday. They playing the Warriors. The Warriors have no steps, so that's the game you have to win. Then it's the Mavericks in Dallas. Then it's the Grizzlies in Memphis. Then it is the Thunder. That's the game they they, they should win. T Wolves, Warriors again. Grizzlies again, Raptors, Knicks, Pelicans, Rockets, Mavs. And that will uh, put them in the middle of March. Then they play the Magic, the Suns, the Thunder, the Bulls. And then they end the month of March playing the Bulls again in Chicago and then playing the, the Timberwolves. They're going to need 12 wins out of that. You know, the end of season, Rockets, Jazz, Clippers, Suns, Jazz. So I think they can get 12 wins. They can get maybe 13, 14 wins. If they get to 41 and 41, they're definitely going to be in, in the plan. I just don't think they will. I think there's either going to be an AD injury, some inconsistent play for a spell where they'll lose some of these games. I don't see them making the playoffs. And then they'll see what they – what they can put together in the offseason, whether they pursue Kyrie, whether they get rid of all these new guys that came in. We'll see what happens. It's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out, but that's an uphill climb. 27 and 32. Right. Right now. Right now. Okay. And their magic number, and your calculator, they got to get to 39. I just don't think they, I don't think they can. Get to, get to 39? They'll go 12 and 11 on that schedule that I just right, said. Right, right. I just looked at it again. I don't believe in them at all. I don't I don't either, and I don't think they'll make the playoffs. I think they'll finish at the 11th seed. Um, so we'll see what happens. That's going to be very interesting because they have a lot more talent. However, have they dug themselves too deep a hole in order to get to the actual playoffs? And can LeBron sustain – all the way through, and what is going to be a grind these last twenty three games? Agreed. So, yeah, it's very, very interesting, and, and I think it'll be interesting to t- to see how people talk about it, you know, in the media, but also in our Facebook group. Okay, you can hit us up, uh, Facebook group Brothers Ball and Sports on Facebook. We have chats all day. We post a whole bunch of silly stuff, but we definitely love the conversation. Uh, hit us up. Instagram at Brothers Ballin Podcast, Blood Brothers Ballin. That's a ballin without the G at gmail.com. Guys, the NFL season is over. You can exhale. There is XFL if you if you want it, but enjoy All Star Weekend. Tomorrow. XFL tomorrow. Yeah, XFL starts tomorrow. Uh All Star Weekend this weekend. Be a good brother, be a good sister. Take care, guys. All right. Peace. Enjoy. <laughs>